Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Talk Podcast. I'm Larry Muggy, and you can find me on Twitter at FFLarry. And beside me here, he's got the long sleeve called that navy blue. This guy. Yeah, it's probably something like navy blue or blue or whatever. Yeah. Man, I don't know what you do, what you call that one, but he's got the pillow behind his head as usual. We're getting into the, so the winter colors. No more salmon and no more, uh, you know, teal. We're getting into the <laughs> winter winter blue for Run DFF. At Run DFF, Justin Rogers. What's up, Well, I'll tell you why I'm wearing this shirt. It's long sleeve. It's because that's what I wore in the woods all day today. It's my base layer. And that's I went out there and killed some babies. Well, killed a, a baby. Did you? Yeah, I got another deer. Sure. So it's hanging in your front yard right now? No, actually, it's in a bag in the back of my truck. I already deboned it, and it's just the meat in a bag. Oh my god! Carcass and is back. fur. The fur is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no the carcass is gone. It's just some meat. You and we. I mean, I'm sure we've talked about this. You, do you have big long rubber gloves like they go up to your elbows? No, I just have like I. I do when I'm okay. I'm gonna get a little graphic here when and I'm gutting bodies. You're doing when, I'm gutting, when I'm gutting an animal and I'm pulling the insides out, you know, like what you said, their brain. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, when you're, I put gloves on for that. But when I was skinning it, nah, I don't use gloves much. Oh, just bare hands, huh? You're sure. Yeah, bad. they're not. Well, they're not bleeding everywhere. You know, like most of the time, they've like this one had been deceased for a couple hours by the time I, by the time I skinned it out and everything. Like, what's your fastest time skinning a deer? I don't know. It probably took me 10 or 12 minutes. Yeah, you just chop it up. Two knives and one in each hand or just one? <laughs> no, you got to have one to pull, one to, one to cut. One to one pull to the hide and one to cut. So you're holding on to the, to the dead deer skin. Uh-huh. You're just slicing it nice and away with the other hand. Okay, well, now you want to know, know what's cool about deer? Is that once you get it cut off the hind quarters, you can just... Pull it down like you're undressing it. Oh my god! All the way down to the neck. You're a fucking serial killer, man. Jesus, it's, it's easy, man. It's easy. Oh. And then you just and, and it's just the and it's just the, the the blood and guts body in its non-skin state. Well, no guts. I've already gutted it. I'm just I gutted, I gutted it out where I where I shot it at, and then I brought it back to the hunt camp. And we have it's called a gambrel, is what you have, and it's it's this like triangle thing with hooks on the end and you you cut a slit in their leg in their rear leg and you just hang them up by that oh my god and then you could just clean them out just... now do you ever like are you just like oh man this guy needed to take a shit and i got him before he shat and there's like shit everywhere do you ever have to deal with that i mean okay so <laughs> poop is like little pellets so oh. when it comes out it's just like dink 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 oh my god so about, you know Fuck. And every deer is going to have some poop in it, some more than others. That's gross, dude. Yeah, well, you know, some things are gross. There must be blood all over your fucking car. No. All over the, the all over the the bed of my truck. Tailgate? Yeah. No. I didn't even put the I didn't even put the bloody deer on my truck today. I brought him back with the golf cart. We have a little a little electric golf cart that I just threw her back on the back of that. And then when oh, I was done, I hosed the golf cart off. So wait, you just went in your backyard and hunted today? No, no, no. At the hunting camp, we have a golf cart. Oh, gotcha. The hunting so, camp. Yeah. Like wow. we got we got a tractor and four wheeler, and then we have a golf cart. We use the golf cart more than anything. That is fun. That's 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 something else, man. And when I say we, I mean they have 
a tractor, a four wheeler, and a golf cart, and I have free use of it. Uh huh. I, I'm pretty lucky in that regard. I see. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. By the time you're doing, like, by the time you're skinning an animal, though, it's not real bloody. It's just that there's not that much going on because there's no, there's no blood pumping through, you know. There's no aorta. There's no aorta. There's no veins going out of the heart because the heart is on the ground somewhere a mile away. Or a mile hour, away? Maybe a half mile. Why? Yeah. Take they pull the heart out right out of, right away? Yeah, with everything else that's in there. So you just leave the guts where you kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you kill it, you go over there, you pull out your knife, and you just start hacking them away and get the guts out there. Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty quick process, maybe two or three minutes. Yikes! That yeah. is some serious business, man. Well, we went and see at at the start of the season, I was not as quick as I am now, right. because every year you get a little bit more. Uh, yeah. you know, like every every kill, you get a little more into it. Every kill. Were you watching any of that championship game last last night? The national championship had featured a couple of fantasy friendly rookies. I missed the whole thing. Wow. I I was I worked late yesterday. I was trying to finish up a job that I'd I'd re, I'd reserved two days in my calendar for just in case. Hmm. But then as it got later in the evening, I was like, oh man, I can finish this up and not have to drive. It was an hour away. Not have to drive back out here tomorrow and go hunt instead. You know. So I worked late last night, got home, hung out with the kids, and put you know, put my daughter to bed. And by the time all that ended, I went back. I fell asleep in my daughter's bed, woke up and went to my went to my bed. And Janie was like, Is there any football tonight? I was like, Yeah, there's a national championship on. <laughs> and I was like, it's probably pretty close to ending. And I flipped it, I flipped open ESPN real quick on my phone and they had Michigan wins the national championship. I was like, yeah, it's over. No point, no point in bothering pulling that up. Did you watch the game? Uh, I watched – I caught the middle of it just a little bit. I watched maybe like a half hour of it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't very exciting uh, for me at least. It's just like whatever. Well, yeah, if you don't have a, if you don't have a uh, horse in the race, it's – it's not as exciting, especially well, was, not real riveting. Yeah, I mean, everybody wanted to see what Penix could do, and he didn't really shine, so that was a little disappointing. Yeah, yeah do you but, think uh, that hurt his draft stop? Like, the, the week before, he killed it. And yeah. obviously people were like, oh, man, Michael Penix, yada, yada, yada. Do you think it hurt his draft stop? I think it didn't help. You know, it would have been J.J. McCarthy. He's going to be like a, a fringe guy, too. Yeah, I think he probably ends up very late first or in the second round. Yeah, I mean, I, I we talked about it before. I think we before we hit record that I'm kind of a Tankathon guy. Being a Jets fan, Tankathon is is one of your most visited sites throughout the season, and um, you know they they offer not only do they give you the draft order as in like real time and it's finalized now, but they there's like a mock draft tab where they just like mock. Anyway, J.J. McCarthy's in the second round. Penix is uh, 11th overall to the Vikings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think you're going to see four QBs in the top half of the first round. I think you'll see, obviously, Caleb Williams in May, and then Jaden Daniels and Michael Penix. Yeah, Jaden Daniels, yes. Yeah, he's going to be up there. 
He's going to be in the top half of the first half. So we're we're talking Caleb Williams, Drake May to the to the uh, Washington football team, and then Jaden Daniels to the Patriots. If you're looking at the draft order and the teams, and I mean all three of these teams, and we'll talk about where Fields might go. Whoa, whoa. Justin Fields going to Justin Rogers. I don't think Atlanta wants to pay for him. <laughs> but so they've got the top three all taking QBs. Right mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't really see the Patriots going Marvin Harrison Jr. I think the I no, think the Patriots are going QB. Yeah, I think I think he's a lock to go to the Cardinals to pair up with Kyler Murray. That would be awesome. I mean, that would be legit great. I haven't heard anything differently in in the the amount of buzz that's been happening right over the draft lately. But uh, yeah, I mean, the top six are all QB. You got Brock Bowers going to. Um, I was going to say San Diego, but the, the yeah. LA Chargers. That would be interesting, especially because their receivers are getting a little older. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both. I mean, Keenan Allen's really hella old, and Mike Williams is old slash banged up. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think the the two offensive tackles are going to go. Um, at least some right. I, I mean, they could use one. The Chargers. So could the Giants, and so could the Tennessee Titans, who the all Giants could use a QB too. The right, t- and the Titans could use a QB. So, right, and of course, Falcons could use a QB. They have Malik Neighbors going to the Giants, and Romeo Dunze going going to the Bears to pair up with. At nine. I, I yeah. would. That's that would be three receivers in the top ten. That, yeah, that that would be insane. That's that's maybe a little bit aggressive. Is this a is this a fantasy site that you? Uh... No, this is just a regular tankathon, and it's shocking that they have the order like this right now because they normally they've got Atlanta taking Dallas Turner, so right. that mean that they're trading. Well, Atlanta has eight again for like the third year in a row, the yeah, eighth right. overall pick. Somewhere between five and eight, they're locked in. So the thought is maybe they do trade for, for Justin Fields. Yeah, in, in take-a-thon, and I guess they don't factor in trades. They got Bo Nix going in the second round to Atlanta. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they, you're, they probably have to move up to get into that Jaden Daniels range. and Maybe they reach for Michael Penix. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe Penix goes third, and Atlanta can maybe slide up and grab I mean, they have Penix going to the Vikings, who obviously have a need at quarterback with Kirk Cousins being a free agent. But he Cousins just came out and said, like he's he loves Minnesota and he's willing to take a. He says it's not about I, the money. Yeah, I think Cousins goes back. Yeah, I think, gonna, I think he signs a two or a three year deal, or maybe like a three year deal with two years guarantee kind of thing. Yeah, he sees with his receivers and his his weapons, and he's probably like, shit, I'll just pad my stats for the next few years. He's right. made how many? I mean, how, he's made a, at least a hundred million bucks easily. Oh yeah, he's he's well over a hundred because he signed an eighty million dollar three year deal, something like that. Um, yeah, he was the first guy to get the all guaranteed contract. Right. But some of the other guys, I mean, I know Romeo Dunze has been a um, and Malik Neighbors. Those those have been some hot names after Marvin Harrison. So we'll be hearing a lot about those guys in the coming next couple of months. 
Uh, by the way, Kirk Cousins, $231 million for his career. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about that Odunze guy. Like, uh, I know he's gathered some steam, but I felt like, to me, it was like a two-man wide receiver tier and then a gap. I didn't, I didn't forecast Adunze, and I don't know how to pronounce his name. Adunze, I didn't, I didn't project him in the top ten. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean he's big. He's yeah. a big guy, and uh, he could also be the second receiver off the board. You never know. I'm real big on neighbors, so we'll see. Right, 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 right. Six three, two hundred, Mr. Adunze. He reminds me of a. I mean, I guess both. Odell and Jamar Chase. He reminds me of those guys. Next up after that's Keon Coleman, Florida State wide receiver. They have him mocked to the Chiefs. I mean, 6'4", 215. That'll be, he'll be, uh, I mean, whatever. This is, I mean, they have a legit first round of, of uh, rookie fantasy-friendly guys. Brian Thomas, LSU going uh, to the Bills, 6'4", 205. And there's some size receivers we're getting back. We're getting back to the... Six six foot and over, wide receiver. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have we don't have the uh, five nine one sixty five guys. Where did I'm yeah. curious. Oh, man Harrison six four two oh five Malik Neighbor six six foot two hundred. Where's Xavier Worthy at? Did Xavier Worthy make this? Where's he's, yeah, he's going fifty eighth to the to the. He's actually he's six one one sixty four. Yeah, he's skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the height. He just doesn't have the build. Yeah, I don't think he goes before that. I don't think he goes that low. I mean, Worthy was a, a big Devi pickup two years ago in, in my Devi draft. Amika Buka, I got him in a Devi league, six one, Ohio State, two hundred five yeah. wide receiver. Yeah, we're going to be very QB and wide receiver heavy this year. Very right, low. right. Some very of the heavy. some of the um, rankings or whatever that I've seen. The first running back is is like on the turn, not the turn, but the I mean, running back one is the last pick of the second round. Oh, he hasn't yet decided, is what he said. There was rumors he wasn't coming out. I mean, he's, he'd, be, he'd be the running back one coming out, most likely. Yeah, this is not a heavy running back. Not at all. Blake he Corum. might be the only – Trevion Henderson might be the only running back in the first round of rookie drafts. This guy's 21 years old. Does he really want to come out? Yeah, that's nuts. So that's a quick overview of some of the names that are going to be we're going to be hearing about in the next in the coming weeks leading up to the draft. We've all known about Harrison and Bowers and League Neighbors, Williams and May. Jaden Daniels kind of put his name on a map this year. As yeah, did he was already a prospect. It's not like he came out of nowhere. He didn't. Yeah. I know. I have him in the kitchen sink. And when I was researching that pick, he wasn't really getting much hype. And this was like, this was a year ago. This was before the season. This was like. I was like just taking. He was a dart throw in in, in, in this Debbie League. I think I got him for a dollar. This past offseason or last yeah. year? Yeah, year this, past off, this past offseason. See, I thought he had gathered, gathered steam. Because he, he, there was a lot of hype on him in the, entering this season. What are we talking about? We're talking about Jaden Daniels. Yeah, Jaden Daniels. I paid two bucks for him in a Debbie league. Wow. Okay, here you go. I won him for two bucks 
on March 13th, uh, 2022. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Because he was he was a prospect that would that had some hype coming into this year. Yeah. So I hope he I hope he blasts off, man, because I need a quarterback. I just have Jared Goff and and uh, David and uh, Derek Carr, the kitchen sink, and I'll, and this is another. Oh man, this is a league where it's a Debbie league. kitchen sink. Ryan McDowell runs this. I have uh I have Martin Harrison in this league. Amika Buka. I have Travion Henderson. These are just guys I randomly I picked up. Put Jane Daniels and JJ McCarthy. Just these are just dart throw. Well, not, well, what I what I pay for Mar- Harrison was eleven bucks. <laughs> nice. I got half the first round in rookie draft yeah. for just some dart yeah. throws. Like I, got, I mean, I knew Harrison wasn't. He wasn't really a dart throw, but well, no, he was cheap before last year. Yeah, before his 2022 season, he was real cheap because yeah, he had not good. done that much. It was just a name thing. You know, he was stuck behind all the receivers of of yonder year with uh, right, right. the Garrett Wilsons and and Alaves and. JSNs and stuff. So he had not really broken out until last year. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this, for this league. For I'll have these guys. It's just, I'm just picking up like four starters to add to, to throw on my team. So I should be competitive yeah. next year. Cause this year I didn't even make the playoffs in this league. I was still, I'm still like building my, my big years is, is this year coming up in this league. So we'll see how it goes. You mentioned that uh, you felt like there was a consensus top, like first round in rookie drafts and i i can't see it past like i mean you got three maybe four qbs and three or four wide receivers and then it just it becomes a shit show to me i don't know well i think i mean in the super flex league you're obviously including the quarterbacks well there's there's four potentially Okay, and then you have your your Marvin Harrison five Malik neighbors six six Romeo dunes a seven Brock Bowers eight and then what? Trevion Henderson nine, Amika Buka ten, and then you get into like the Keon Coleman, Xavier Worley, Braylon Allen. Jordan yeah, I think Franklin. it gets a little cloudy around. Yeah, I guess there. around the turn, but like I think around like, nine or ten is when it gets a little cloudy to me. And I'm not sure what order the top eight will be in, but I feel like that's a pretty a pretty yeah. top eight. I, when the all the evaluation stuff is through a senior bowl, all this stuff's going to shake out. There'll be a consensus top twelve. They're always. Right. I'm just saying it's too early right now. Like I don't even know. I couldn't tell you right now what's going to happen in, in the bottom half well, of the first round. That's. For I sure. guess. The, I guess if you're in a ten team league, it's uh, a ten team superflex. I guess you're not, really, you're not really worried about quarterbacks in a ten team superflex. Yeah, really. You, it might get even more cloudy with that like third or fourth quarterback not being worth the first round. Right. But I'm, I mean, I'm a big Xavier Worthy fan, so I, I would not imagine him now. I'm excited because I have in the HQ league, I have the 12th pick. So oh, nice. I'm happy. I'm happy for those guys to fall my way. So I made a, uh, a pretty ridiculous trade today. What'd you do, sir? Oh, Shane Manila in the Renegades three league ran by uh, our good buddy Jim Dickey. Yep. Jamar Chase or Jameer Gibbs or the 102, the 106, and the 112. I want Chase and Gibbs. Chase and Gibbs or the 102, 6, Six and 12. 12. Yeah. yeah, I want Chase and Gibbs. I want Chase over the 102 and 112, and I want Gibbs at least as the 106. 
start 11 super flex don't care two point tight end whatever just to give you right, right, right. 12 team which so, side did you get the picks or did you get the players i got the players good and it wasn't as easy as you say because i love you know i love my picks you know and to give them away this early in the season in the yeah, second but, one, the second overall of one. But I'm, I'm, I looked at it this way. I mean, it's Jamar Chase and Jameer Kibbs. Those are two first-round picks just on its face. So it's like, am I going to hit on two, on three out of three in this rookie right. draft where we just said the end of the draft's kind of cloudy? Or and I mean, and that's just on its face. We all know that Chase is worth much more than a first-round pick, right, and, right. and and Gibbs to this point. So. I figured, I mean, what are the chances of hitting on three picks compared to just just landing two, two studs? Kids. Yeah, getting two young studs. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's an easy pay. I have I, I have a similar situation right now where um, Fiery Zard has reached out to me oh. about making a deal. Yeah, our friend Anthony. Fiery Zard. Um, and he wants to know what I would send for – he wants me to send something for Dak Prescott. See, he said, let's make a Dak Prescott CD lamb and maybe George Kittle deal in the hot oh. sauce. He said he wants picks. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not interested in Kittle. So I, I went a different route. and I added Dave Montgomery to it um, just because I can get him cheaper. I don't want to pay the, the market rate for George Kittle after coming off of a tight end one season. Right. Because um, I don't think he's the tight end one. And I don't want to pay like he is so i have a whole bunch of firsts you know that what do you think about the 103 106 107 and his own first and third next year for dak cd and monty is that just too is that too light for dak and cd lamb yeah david montgomery say that monty is worth that third round which is really second so we could just scratch that out so that'd be the 103, 106, 107, and his own first. So he would he would be able to control my and it's first is a late first. Well, no, not if he starts trading players away. Oh, I thought it I, I thought, thought didn't, I thought he I thought you were talking about 24 first. No, his the 25 first, his own oh, first. Okay, gotcha, year. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So he would he, he would have his own first next year. It feels like he's ready to like just hit the reset button. Because he tried to send me half his team. For a whole bunch of picks, interesting, day, which I was not keen to do because I, it was way too much, and he was asking for all of the first that I have basically, and I was like, eh, that's a that's a lot, that's a lot. Oh, I don't want to go that far, but I'm having trepidation about this. Like my team is already very stacked. Okay, but adding Ceedee Lamb would be pretty sweet, and adding another run or quarterback. Because right now I have Tua and Kyler, I think. So I think Dak would be nice. But, man, giving up all those picks. Yeah. It feels like a fair offer to give 103, 106, 107 and, and his own first. It feels fair. And it feels like that's what you should do with picks. Go get young studs. You know, right. Lamb's still pretty young. Oh, um, hell yeah, he is. 24 and then Dak. Yeah. I know he's thirty, about to be thirty-one, but that's young in QB years. You know, he got. Yeah, he still seems like he's just getting started. I mean, he just had a monster season. So, yeah, thirty-two touchdowns, only eight picks, and another two rushing touchdowns. 
What did he finish this year in QB? He had to be top two or three, didn't he? I mean, he had a good season. Yeah, he was third. Well, in the hot sauce league, he was fourth. Sure, but <laughs> who was third? Lamar? Yes, Allen, Allen Hurts, Lamar, Dak, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, we have that uh, that slight PPC that probably bumped him up just enough to get there because he was yeah. only he's only uh, Lamar was only thirteen points behind uh, Dak in regular QB scoring, so that little PPC changed that. Yeah, but still, top four season this year. And outside of last year, he's been pretty damn good. I don't know. I think I'm going to hit send and see what he says. Hmm. Have you been um, thinking about trying to acquire anyone outside of this this deal? Like just in general? In the hot sauce league? or just, uh, like anyone? Is there any player on your mind right now that you're like, oh, man, I wouldn't mind. How, let me see if I can float some offers out, try to get some of this guy on my team. Um, I think what I'm going to do is – I've got it like I'd love to get some more Hawkinson, especially since the place where I just got him, the, the league folded. <laughs> that sucked. I was like, oh, let me set up for the future and get some get some youth. So I traded like Cooper Cup and uh, I think I traded Goddard and Zeke and Gus Edwards. And I can't remember what else. And I got the gist of it was I got DK and TJ Hawkinson back. So I got a lot younger. And then the league folded. I was like, well, shit, there goes that. Um, I'd like to get him if I can get him on the cheap. Like, you know, that that early season when he's on the PUP list or something like that. Maybe get him there. Right. Um, I don't want to pay for Laporta and Kincaid, even Trey McBride right now. Their their prices are so much. So yeah, high. McBride. Man, McBride had such a great end of the season. Yep. And I don't know if there's any wide receivers. I might try to get some more Debo. I think Debo's too cheap. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ayuk had a nice, nice season. It's, he did. I'd still be. He's just much more expensive. I'm always afraid of like Debo for some reason. I'm just afraid of him. I know people are, which is why I want him. <laughs> He's going to be way cheaper than an Ayuk. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like if you right. take Ayuk and Debo, and then Debo was better on a per game basis. They could easily flip flop seasons next season. Yeah, but and I think they did last year. I think Ayuk was better than yeah better than Debo last year. But I think that that uh, you're looking at like a wide receiver two, which is if you buy as a wide receiver two and don't expect him to be a wide receiver one, then you're golden. I don't know what I don't know if I want to touch any running backs this offseason. Are you buying any running backs this offseason? Uh, well, I just bought Gibbs, but no, yeah, I haven't really, haven't, um, yeah. I mean, you'd like to. I mean, a Kyron Williams is going to be too expensive at this point. Yeah, I guess. But he'd be the only one. I, I mean, I, I have him in a couple of places, but. I mean, he, I don't know. Well, I guess when when free agency shakes out and everyone lands, then maybe then maybe I'll poke around, see what the running back landscape looks like. But right now, I'm just I don't know. I'm 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 infatuated with Jordan Love. I'm trying to get my hands on just a Jordan Love. I don't have any. That's an interesting one. Yeah, and I don't I have any Jordan Love either. And I actually. 
tried to buy a couple cheap early in the season. Um, he had like that great three game start of the season. I feel it was. And yeah, he got a little ugly for a while there, and I tried to get in there, and nobody wanted to sell. Everybody wanted to hold, 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 and they did the right thing. They held, and yeah, you know, his his value more than rebounded. Yeah, I probably believe would have sold in that position. Panic sell. Right, right. I needed you to have Jordan Love so I could have got a piece. Mm, I uh, so I mean Stevie D has Jordan Love in the OG league. And I've been trying to like float. I've been trying to give him Tua and a piece for love, and he's not biting. You want to go Tua and a piece for love? Yeah, he already he's already turned down Tua for love straight. Now I got I'm sit. I got Tua Gardner Minshew and a third, twenty four third sitting there right now. Wow, I couldn't do that. I mean, I, that's too steep for me. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I still want Tua over. I think the pedigree is there. I think he's just a better quarterback in general. At first, I offered him. I, I tried to pull this fast one on him. I offered him Tua and Kyle Pitts for Love and McBride. He shot that down. Yeah. I started the negotiation. So you'd, rather, you'd rather have Love than, than Tua, and so would he apparently. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. My, my initial offer was Tua and James Conner for Love. I'm going to start a uh, Twitter poll. And then I want to see where this goes. I'm I'm gonna just do a poll. I'm gonna tag uh I'm gonna tag the um the podcast. I'm really curious to see how this goes. So so then I offered to so I've started with Tua James Connor for love, shot down, then Tua Kyle Pitts for Love McBride, and I thought that would have been it. I was I was I was pumped for that. Shot that down, and now I have the Minshew Tua and 24 third for love. Because he also has a rich, he's got Anthony Richardson. So I'm not that Minshew's going to be on the Colts next season, but he's on the Colts right now, isn't he? He is right now. Right. So, and he'd get a legit. I mean, Minshew is rosterable, you know. So regardless of if he plays for the Colts or not. All right, give that a quick little retweet on there, and I'm gonna. Uh, I want to see what the. You know, we're going to record it for not too long, but but I want to see if that gets any traction and we get some votes. Oh. That's yeah. So that's been going. On. I'm trying to get Jordan Love. So that led me to do a. I haven't looked at it yet, but I did bring it up. The Jordan Love value check. <laughs> Got it all set up, man. What do you got? Jordan Love. Oh, man. This is the top one. This happened. This happened today. So we got some hot off the press trades for Jordan Love or a 25 first and two 24 seconds. I'll just hold love. Yeah. I think it's fair, but I'll hold love. Look at this. Oh, my God. Anthony Richardson and a 24 first probably know where that we got to find out where that is or jordan love jameer gibbs and marquise brown that's got to be a high first it's got to be a pretty high first get swifty get swifty one two three four so let's just say it's the 104 
Okay. So the 104 and Love, or the 104 and A Rich, or Jameer Gibbs and Love and Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Give me A Rich in the 104. Mm, wow. That's pretty easy, actually. I you still would take A Rich over Love for value. Uh -huh. And I'm taking the 104 over Gibbs. But I'm not factoring in Hollywood. You're not factoring in Hollywood. Wow. Why not ha factor in Hollywood? I think he, I think we've kind of maybe seen the best of Hollywood. Are you kidding me? You were a Hollywood guy all of a sudden. Well, am I supposed to not take any new information and just pass this sit on it? How do you do this year? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Forget about Marquise Brown. Let me just, here's a one involving Jordan Love and Tua. Love, Charbonnet, Dulcich, 224 seconds. Love, Charbonnet, Dulcich, 224 seconds. Or Tua, Pollard, and Goddard. Jeez and Pete's. <laughs> so much on the first side. It's like, yeah, so forget, okay, forget about the two picks. It's Charbonnet, Dulcich. I think I'd rather forget about Dulcich and Charbonnet. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd really like to forget was, about Dulcich. I was going to break it out a little, yeah, but yeah, you're right. Pollard is is in no man's land. Pollard's awful. Yeah, was, I think I, people I think, yeah. realized. I think people realized that being a backup is different than being a starter in the NFL at running back. As far as like, it's a lot easier to gain seven yards when it's third and nine. You know that that yards per carry looks a lot nicer when you're right. the third down back than it does when you're grinding away on first and second down with. Eight, seven, eight men in the box versus a six-man light front, you know, on a nickel defense or some shit. There's a whole lot of, oh, well, Pollard caught a screen for seven, eight yards on third and 11 because they just played soft. Give me the two aside on this one, man. Forget about the so two of Pollard. It was and two Goddard. Pollard and uh, Goddard. And Goddard for first Love, Charbonnet, Dulcich, and two second-rounders. Do you think you can get Goddard for two seconds right now? Oh, no. I don't think so. Oh, I think you can. I bet In a 1.75? I bet, I bet if you sent two seconds for Goddard all over the place, you could get him. If you just spammed every every league you had for Goddard for two seconds, you could get him at least in a couple spots. You see, I have tight ends in all my leagues. So I in the one league I'm, that I have like five seconds in, I just thought about doing that. But I don't need Goddard on that team. I just I'm gonna go look at loaded with I'm gonna go to the DDCL and see what his scoring was like. Because that's a one point seven five. Uh let's see here. Well actually no, you know what? I do need a tight end in this league. This is so Goddard was uh he was tight end twelve this year, this year, in points per game. You think McBride for two seconds or that should have sailed? Uh, I think that shit might have sailed. Yeah, uh, Goddard was tight end ten in points per game, at a, a whopping thirteen point seven. I bet you can get him for two seconds. Thirteen point seven points ain't moving the needle. All right. Well, I'm I'm just gonna go for the Trey McBride two seconds. Just, uh, just yeah, for... McBride outscored Goddard this year, and he's like five six years younger. Right. 
he's five and a half years younger. So, but shit, he's almost six years younger, almost full six years younger. So it's like, it'd be hard to say, yeah, you, you give me Goddard over McBride or Goddard's worth more. Like, no way. Um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, that if you're looking at a tight end and you want to get one cheap, Goddard might be a good target acquisition. Yeah. Here's a here's one. This should be interesting to hear your take on this. Justin Herbert or Jordan loves Zamir White in a 24 third. Why am I interested in that? Give me Herbert. <laughs> 20 times out of 20 times. Okay, so okay, so what's the plus for Jordan Love to, to for Herbert? A first. Jordan Love in a first for Justin yeah. Herbert. Yeah, yeah. And like a mid first, not the 112. Not doing that. I have three years of of Herbert being good. Right. I have one season of Love being good. I'm going to take the guarantee. Love you're gonna, you're, someone would have to give me a lot extra to get to, to Herbert. I think there's still Ooh. a tear break, especially in value. Maybe he scores the same, but right now his value isn't there, and I'm I'm not worried about points right now. I'm only concerned with value. For the next eight months, I don't give a shit about points. I'm only worried about value. How can I get more value on my team? I'm gonna make a trade for I have I just traded for Herbert during the playoffs. I'm gonna try to flip him for love and a piece, love and a first. You can get love in a first. That's fine. But if you're going like love in the 110, that that ain't worth it to me. I've seen what 110s look like. Uh, This guy doesn't have a first. Well, there you go. Oh, well. Jordan love in a player, perhaps. Yeah, I'm always going to be trying to target guys in the offseason that I think can gain value over the next few months. Because... I might try to move them again by the time the season comes around. You know, by August, anybody I've acquired on my team might still be ready to ready to be traded off again. Okay, I got one. Wait, w- w- Love and Debo for Herbert? Mm. That's tough. Ah. I think I'm sticking with Herbert. Ooh, love and Debo. That's Herbert. like a start 13 or something I could do it. This is a start 11. This particular league that I'm team start eleven. Yeah. Love and Waddle for Herbert? I'd do that. I would do that. I'd give I'd give Herbert for Love and Waddle. I still like Waddle. I know he had a down season this year, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm all I'm all about that. That's a buy low for me. That's a good that's a good one that we didn't mention earlier. Go get go get Jalen Waddle. Hmm. His 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 owners are gonna be a little bit salty about the way the season ended and the fact that he didn't do that much all season long. Did you know he had a uh, thousand yards this year? Waddle did. 1014 and he didn't, and he didn't play th- in three games. Yeah. He missed three games and still had a thousand yards. Yeah, 104 so, targets as, as quotes, air quotes, bad as Jalen Waddle was, he was still very good. He needed more. He only had four touchdowns, also. Yeah, but I mean, if you take four touchdowns in 14 games, not that bad. Give him five. Okay. Over the. I think it's fine. 
I mean, if he had played all – if his stat line was 85 for 12, 30, and 5, no one would be saying anything, right? That's what his 17-game pace was. Let me see wide receiver 33. Yeah, he missed three games. What was he in points per game? Uh, not not really. Let's see. Uh, points per game, your average Mr. Waddle was. Okay, so he's 23rd in points per game with 15 points, 15.4. Right, right, right. So as bad as he was, he was a wide receiver too. You know, like that just – and like Mike Williams is in there. Mike Williams played – Three games. I mean, it's points per game. He finished in the same group. And this was uh, as far as like 15 pointers. Alave was 15. DK Metcalf, 15. Devonta Smith, 15. Yeah, right, right. That's that's the, the group where he he kind of landed. Yeah. Amazingly, Stefan Diggs, 14. After 14 points a game. Yeah, because he, he put up so many points in the beginning of the season and carried him the rest of the way. Yeah, it's because he was really bad. Seven, oh, seven out of eight games. Terrible. Last game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Waddle's better than Cooper Cup, uh, Ridley, uh, Rashid Rice. Do you think, Rice, Ridley, do you think Ridley resigns with the Jags? I don't know, man. They had a weird season. They did. So who knows how that's going to shake out? You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I'm, I'm sure that like it's going, shit's getting crazy behind the scenes. You know, with all the drama with them to being so terrible. I've been trying to get Garrett Wilson, honestly, in a couple of leagues that I, I don't yet have him, and no one's. I wonder if that's. I wonder if he's attainable, or if people are going to do the same thing they did last year once uh, Aaron Rodgers on the team. Like, oh, he's got a real quarterback. Like people are looking forward to that. He's wide receiver, thirty-five in points per game. He he had like a Godwin type of season. Oh man, that's that's someone who's plummeted, Chris Godwin. And there's no reason to buy him either. Like there's no <laughs> reason to be optimistic that Godwin's going to rebound next year. So like, I just said rebound. Like I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, but what's interesting is that when I mean, we all think Cortland Sutton had such a great season. But Chris Godwin had was better than him uh, on average per, per game basis. Yeah, who said that Cortland Sutton had a great season? Well, he, well, he, was, he was. Yeah, he was I did. Portable is what it was. He did have a pretty good season. He was scoring touch. He scored a lot of touchdowns. Did you know he didn't have a single game over twenty points? Not one blow up game. His highest game was nineteen point six. Oh well, I'm looking at the league. I <laughs> I'm looking at a league where he did it twice. Well, he had nineteen point one and nineteen point six. But know what it was? He, you know what it was? He had the he had ten touchdowns. He's had like a touchdown every game. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, he was definitely a red zone a darling. Right. So that that just carried him all those touchdowns. So you got to expect there to a be some. Yeah, so if you have Corlin Sutton, maybe you want to. Especially because who's their quarterback next year? I know that Russell Wilson was not great, but he's a lot better than what they probably are going to be playing next year. You know, that'll be interesting. And again, Justin Fields, where's he going? 
the Falcons don't really go to the Broncos who need one. I mean, everyone, there's a, there's, there's always a half a dozen teams that need a quarterback. Who's going to spend it? Uh, hometown Atlanta Falcons who just got, had that go down. How'd you like the end of that uh, Saints game? Saints Falcons. I was perfectly fine with that. <laughs> I was like, look, the more the more points, the better, because that meant that they that he had nothing, nothing. <laughs> and then he goes out there and like just dog cusses Dennis Allen. It's like, man, right? You're just yeah, mad. I was trying to you're unemployed. They, I guess uh, the, the Saints had got an interception and brought it back to the one yard line at the very end of the game, so they were going to do a victory formation, but Jameis Winston. And the offense decided to run Jamal Williams. Right. Yeah. Give it and they, so they did a fake. They did a fake kneel down, basically. Yeah. Now the way that the Saints did it is shitty. Like there is no excuse for doing a fake kneel down. On they the wanted to get Jamal Williams run. into the end zone because they he had lined up. They should have lined up in in a regular formation and run a play. Well, so running a fake at the one yard line, a fake kneel down that's kind of trash i love but, it man. but i'm okay with it i'm not yeah. mad. I'm not i thought mad. it was great anything like, to get rid of arthur smith anything yeah to get rid of smith. And, he, and he's all getting all pissy in the the handshake it was, it was just stupid man the the best thing about it was the falcons got their draft pick better arthur smith got yeah. fired and the saints still missed the playoffs even after winning that game so all they did was screw their pick a few picks a few spots well, I mean, the funny part is, it was this was all about Jamal Williams. Like he led the league in touchdowns. He was a, he won people championships last year. Last year, and then he had one touchdown this year. He led the league in, in touchdowns last season, and nope. because of all the injuries in the the Saints' backfield, he was forced to play fullback or something. So he didn't really get an opportunity to score any touchdowns. Well, this plus year. they had the plus they had Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, and right? Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara played a legit bell cow role this year. You know who played a nice game? Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller looked good. He did. So hey, and he's and I hope hope I hope some folks didn't see that game because he had a terrible season and his his um, season numbers look like shit still. So he'd be a nice little sneaky sneaky purchase. Yeah, but the people that actually have him, they paid attention. Yeah, <laughs> they paid attention. Like you, you know, when you have that one guy on your team that you're like, oh, I got him late, right. and then he blows up in week 18, that's not something you forget. Like That's something that people that don't have him on their team, they don't notice. Yeah, well, I'm, fingers crossed. So Kendra Miller, try to get him. Maybe you can get a uh, Kendra Miller or a second, 24 second. No. Uh, give, me, give me the second. Yeah? Yeah. Not sold on that little uh... – you, I mean, is Kamara back next season? That's a good question, and I don't know because he's a free agent, I believe. If he's not a free agent, he can be cut. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to look this up real quick. But either way, let's see here. So he, there's a potential out. They could <laughs> – cap hit is 18 mil. They could save seven uh, – his day cap is 17. So they could save like 1.6. If they did a post – Post June, that it could be they could spread that over two years, so they could actually save about eight million, something like that, nine million. But hmm. it's still it's it's a lot of finagling. He's got some. I don't even know what to call it. I call it ghost money at the end of his contract from signing bonus that they 
spread out into 26 and 27. And they have just screwed their cap all to sh- I mean, just fucked it up, the Saints have. They just keep pushing money into future years, and it's causing them to have less and less money to to spend on players every year. Are you? How do you build your rosters in the offseason? Do you worry about or do you focus on a certain position, or are you just – you know, building a team, like just trying to get line, a, a good lineup every over the course of the off season. Um, well, my, all my teams are in different parts of their evolution. Sure. So are we talking about like a, like a rebuilding team or just, say you're just a team. Like you didn't win a championship, but you're not a dead last team either. Maybe, okay. you, maybe you are like a, the four seed or something like that. Just a team like yeah. that. Yeah. There was the, well, think about the OG league where I just like I I I, I was like I'm gonna over, I need to overhaul into into a contender and I just focused on that team and I tried to you know work my work my way into all these different trades to just flip my team over. So I mean, I wanted to hit specific positions like quarterback and then focus on some older players that I could get at a discount for that particular team and, and this season. But what I'm doing right now, this particular, like I, my, the 2023 season was big for me because I had a lot of picks that I had been building up. So that was a big um, turnover that, that put me in a different, on a different level in a number of different leagues. So I'm kind sure. of approaching this season a little bit different than I did last year in that, like my t- um, most of my teams are in pretty good shape. It's all about like making tweaks here or there. Like, like that Tua. Yeah, like I want to. I, I have eyes for for Jordan Love, and I, I just you can't get every player everywhere. But this is a particular league where I think I can get my hands on Jordan Love. So I'm trying to like go after that Trey McBride. Like some of the guys we talked about so far that that are piquing our interest, like a Trey McBride or a Jordan Love or. Sure, you know, or and then and like a Kendra Miller, so it's like all the Debo Samuel, like all these guys that are just on the spectrum of of um, you know under the radar, or they might be you might be buying high or selling. But right now, I'm trying to just I'm, I'm just doing some little tweaks here or there. I, I'm I'm kind of burnt out, honestly, from the season. Somebody, one of my leagues, asked me if I want to get one of these playoff things. I'm like, you know what, man, I'm I'm kind of just. You know, I, I got into a lot of a lot of leagues this year more than I should have in terms of like the charity stuff and my redraft stuff. So I'm going to make a conscious effort to and and I had a league fold, which was nice. Like a, so, right now I'm just at like ten dynasty leagues, and that's it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven, nine, ten, eleven, eleven dynasty leagues. I think we're both at eleven because I have one fold as well. Yeah. Folding leagues are are like blessings in disguise because you don't have to leave a league to, yeah. to reduce your bandwidth. And yeah. I may end up replacing it. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't upset about it. I had a really good damn team in that league, so that's kind of disappointing. But, I mean, second most points this year. But it is what it is. You know, you I lost one of my contenders, so that sucked. But I can find a way to build up you know, one of these rebuilds into a contender and be comfortable with that. Um, yeah. So like you, I like to acquire vets, but 
I want to do it on the cheap. Right. And oftentimes I'll wait till June, July to make those moves. Yeah. Um, right. And there's a there's a window for picks also, you know, that's coming right. up. Um there's always like a there's always a wind there's a, it's like the eye of the, the hurricane the eye of the storm where you can get your hands on picks like right now there's a there's also a period of time where picks are way too expensive and with this class like we just talked about how cloudy the back end of the first round is maybe now's the time to get those back end picks because once all these evaluations and combine stuff happens and senior bowl and each the shrine game and all this all this stuff happens Next thing you know, there's going to be like 15 guys in the top 12. You know? Yeah, if you're if you're light on wide receiver right now, gathering early seconds is going to be a, a golden ticket because there's going to be a lot of guys that you can take shots on and potentially backfill a roster with some flex players. Yeah, and like we said, there's there's, there's been some late round running back stuff, and Trayvon Harrison goes back. It's really going to be a weak class. Um, so they. They might fall into the second round, but again, there maybe there's another guy that's going to burst on. There's always like a one or two that just come out of nowhere, and they're they're automatically in the mix. But yeah, I don't know. It should be it should again. This is a different off season than it was last last year. So yeah, you just have to look at your teams and see what 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 you want to attack. Like where are you in your in the evolution of the team? You got guys that you might be able to flip a two for one. You know, are you tired of Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase? These guys kind of betrayed you this year. You want to go out like 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 Shane just traded me Jamar Chase. He was probably like, I mean, he know he just you know he just like trade. Well, let me ask this: What's Shane's QB situation in that league? Well, that's the other piece of it. I had a bad. I don't have a. I just have Kyler Murray. That's it. So I was planning on taking a quarterback at one hundred two. Yeah. Yeah, or Harrison, and then taking another quarterback at 106, assuming one was going to fall. Right, right. Uh, that was my, that was my plan, which right. kind of went out the window when I just took uh, Chase Gibbs. But I, I also know that I could flip Chase probably for a quarterback. Yeah. If I oh want. yeah, for sure you can. But sure. uh, Shane's team, oh, what does his team look like? I feel like he sometimes he does some strategic stuff like this where he's targeting a pick because yeah. he needs. Yeah, he has Justin Fields. I traded him Justin Fields actually for yeah. for Kyler Murray. Um, and then he and then he tried to get Kyler Murray back for, for me. <laughs> I was like, no. Nah. So he has Fields and anything else? He's got Ritter and Fields. So he has Fields and nothing else. Aiden O'Connell. So he has Fields and nothing else. Sam Howell. So he has Fields and nothing else. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, Mike White. We can go on and on. Yeah. That's pretty Fields much a whole lot of nothing else. <laughs> He's got a lot of mid. He's got some mid QBs. So those are not mid QBs. Those are bottom of the barrel back. Yeah, bottom of the barrel. Come on, man. They're all going to get a shot next year. You know that. I don't know that. Of course you do, dude. We have we have sixty quarterbacks play this season starting. Sure, well, which ones get a Which ones get a shot? Does Mike White get another shot? Man, eh, maybe. Does Ritter get another shot? Eh, maybe. Uh, yeah, remember, Heineke is on that roster again next year. He signed a two-year deal, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Does Sam Howell get a shot? I don't know because he looked god-awful the last half of the season. I mean, he was he was perhaps the worst quarterback in the league over the second half of the season, which was 
wild considering that halfway through the season he was leading the league in yards. Do you remember that? Yeah. We were talking about Sam Howell leading the league in yards. Yeah, he kind of hit a wall. Yep. I mean, that team also fell apart. They got a new coach. So so they're they're obviously going to be getting a, uh, I guess, Drake May. It only took a it only took a little bit of of tape and that was it right there. Right. But uh, yeah, this I mean this I mean I took over the Superflex Army Orphan um before the season and now this is my first season and I have and I uh, I, I flipped it and that's so I'm focusing on trying to still acquire picks you know i've I've, this is the league i have like five seconds and i have a three firsts and and five seconds yeah so that's gonna be fun and i still have garrett wilson this is the league i only have aaron Rodgers in nothing else so i need a quarterback i have the 102 i mean everyone's saying take marvin harrison this landing spot will determine if that's the case trade back to like three or four yeah somebody else get get the plus and get yourself a quarterback. Yep. You, know, you can say all you want about, oh, take Marvin Harrison, but it's not very often that the wide receiver works out, especially value-wise, over all the top QBs, you know, a highly drafted QB1, at least for a year or two. I'm going to get some guests on. one of these. Some, some start talking yeah, some more. Yeah, guest season. Time. Yeah. All right, folks. Oh, uh, you want a little update on the uh, poll? Let's see okay. here. It's uh, 58% Tua right now. So, 58%. A slightly, not, definitely not blowing it away. 58 42 for Tua at the moment. Okay. There you have it. Tua with the early lead. Come on, Stevie D. Trade me to me. Trade Jordan Love this way. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. One, two, three, four. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers talking dynasty football, baby.